Hello everyone, welcome to the English Bookshop Queens podcast. Uh, on today's episode, we'll be talking about one of the most import- important things in life, believing in yourself. Uh, it's a topic that is relevant to everyone, and it's something that can change your life completely. The The power of self-belief is, is truly remarkable, and it can help you achieve your dreams and uh, hopefully you know, reach your full potential. Um, before we dive into today's episode, I quickly wanted to ask if you could share the uh, share the podcast with others, as uh, you know it 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 truly helps um, the 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 podcast, and obviously it make it motivates us to uh, you know put out more content uh, for for our listeners. So let's. If you want to learn about what self-belief is and, you know, why it matters and um, hopefully know the the science behind it and the, the science behind it, um, you know, you've come to the right place because um, we'll be talking about all of those things in, on today's episode. Uh, what does it really mean to believe in yourself? So let's try to define what... Uh, Believing in your believing in yourself is um, believing in yourself basically means having the confidence in your own abilities. It means being able to trust yourself to do what you say you will do, and knowing that those efforts will result in the desired outcomes. That means that believing in yourself comes from a mixture of uh, several key psychological experiences, um, experiences like self worth self-confidence, self-trust, uh, and self-respect. So, why is believing in yourself important? When we believe in ourselves, it kicks into, you know, gear all sorts of psychological processes that help us achieve our goals, manifest our dreams, and increase our well-being. But the flip side is also true. Lack of self-confidence or lack of belief in ourselves means that we are less likely to act, to change, or to push to make things better. As a result, when we expect to fail, we are actually more likely to fail. That means that believing in ourselves is kind of like the key that turns the ignition and starts the car. We can't really go anywhere without it. Try as we might to push ourselves forward, we're blocked because our thoughts, attitudes, and actions aren't and alignment with our goals. So we either don't do what we need to do or we sabotage ourselves along the way, sometimes in obvious ways and sometimes in ways that are totally unconscious to us. So how to believe in yourself? Uh, As we mentioned just previously, believing in yourself includes things like self-worth, self-confidence, self-trust, and... um, environmental mastery. These concepts are related but different. So I think it's useful to learn about each of them. That way we can explore which parts we struggle with and um, take more efficient action to start believing believing in ourselves more. That way um, we'll get more than the advice of just believe in yourself. You know, you'll have the information to understand why you don't and this to- the, the tools to start shifting this belief. So here's a quick overview. Uh, obviously, we'll go into more depth about each of these uh, in a bit. 
Self-worth is the sense that you have a value as a human being. Self-confidence is a positive attitude about your abilities, qualities, and judgment. Self-trust is faith that you can rely on yourself. Environmental mastery is your belief that your efforts can result in the changes you desire. These are, you know, some of the key components involved in believing in yourself. Maybe you struggle with just one of them or uh, maybe you struggle with all of them. But by understanding where your struggles lie, it will be easier to start shifting your attitudes about yourself. So which components of self-belief do you struggle with? So to better understand where you're getting stuck with self-belief, ask yourself these questions. When it comes to self-worth, do you value yourself as a human being? Do you agree that you're no worse than any other person? When it comes to self-confidence, do you feel good about your skills and abilities? Do you feel good about your personal qualities? Do you feel good about your judgment and decision making? When it comes to self-trust, can you rely on yourself? Can you trust that you'll do what you say you'll do? And when it comes to environmental mastery, when you take action, do you believe that it will lead to the results that you desire? Do you, per- do you really believe that you're effective in getting the things you want? If you answered no or were leaning towards a no to any of these questions, those are likely the areas that, um, you know, uh, that give you the, um, hopefully, ability to uh, improve in these areas and uh, believe in yourself later on. For example, uh, I struggle most with environmental mastery. It's because I've had so many experiences where I was ineffective in getting what I wanted despite my best efforts. These experiences taught me to to doubt myself. So ask yourself the same question. What about you? What do you struggle with? Can you identify things that happened in your past that taught you to doubt yourself in, in the ways that we have uh, just mentioned? Uh, question your self-doubts to cultivate self-belief. Once you've identified your unsupportive self-beliefs, question these beliefs by talking back to your inner voice. If you feel like you have no value, tell yourself you are a valuable, amazing person who deserves to live a good life. Or if you don't feel confident, remind yourself of your good good qualities and skills. Positive self-talk like this has been shown to improve our performance. By saying positive things to ourselves, we can start to rewrite our internal scripts. We can slowly but surely start to develop new scripts in our minds that are a bit more like cheerleaders and a bit less like uh, jerks. And uh, this helps us shift our beliefs. You should also believe in your worth. The first and perhaps most fundamental part of believing in yourself is believing that you have worth. If you have a difficult time believing that you're worthy of your dreams, then why would you even shoot for them? On the other hand, if you like yourself and treat yourself like someone you like, then this positive self-treatment can go a long way towards believing in yourself. We can start to grow our self-worth by being kind to ourselves and practice practicing skills like self-compassion. We can talk to ourselves nicely, root for ourselves, and, you know... Go easy on ourselves when we struggle or, or make mis- when we struggle or make mistakes. Uh, we might also use positive affirmations to remind ourselves of 
the positive thoughts we want to have about ourselves. Believe in your good qualities. To believe in yourself, you must believe that you have the qualities or skills you need to do whatever it is you want to do. So how does that really work? Well, to start, it can be really helpful to create a list of your positive qualities and strengths. That way you will know what they are. Next, think about how these positive qualities and strengths can help you reach your goals. When you see just how many good traits you have and how they are useful to you, then hopefully you'll have to rely less on faith to believe in yourself. Instead, you'll see it right in front of you. You might say, yes, I'm a person who can who can accomplish this goal. And if it turns out that you're missing key strengths that you need to reach your goals, then start working on building those strengths. None of us come into this world having everything we need to accomplish everything we want. So if there are still skills that you need to build, focus on how your existing qualities and strengths can help you build those skills. We grow a little at a time, believing in ourselves a little more with each successful step we take forward. Believe in yourself by building self-trust. We often think of trust as something we have for others, but we also have trust for ourselves. Having this trust in ourselves has similar implications as having trust for others. For example, when we trust someone, we're honest with them. We can count on them and we're confident in them doing what's best for us. So what might it mean when we don't when we don't trust ourselves? Well, maybe we don't want to be honest with ourselves because we're not sure what we'll do with that, with that information. Maybe we can't count on ourselves to do the things we tell ourselves we'll do. Or maybe we're afraid that we'll do things to harm ourselves instead of helping others. It may sound odd when spelled out like this, but many of us do indeed have have these self-trust issues. For example, maybe we've told ourselves a thousand times that we're going to start exercising, but we never do it or uh, stick to it. You know, we've we've done our absolute best to keep up with the podcast, you know, uh, know, try to have the... um, a proper schedule, but, you know, some days we, uh, you know, something th- something happens and we, we just can't uh, post the episode, you know. Um, it, 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 it just happens that sometimes you can't keep up with the things that you said you will, um, you know, you, you constantly do without... Um, without a delay or, you know, without missing. And um, this the, this kind of thing is, uh, it's, it's, it's likely that we'd believe ourselves uh, when, we, when we say that we're going to, um, you know, <laughs> it's just really difficult to put this into words, but, you know, if... Um, if you have these self-trust issues, uh, it will be much more difficult for you to, um, you know, it will be much more it, it will be much more difficult for you to keep up with with the with the things that you've been uh, wanting to do. Yes, that's that's that makes much more sense. Um, you know, it, maybe we've also told ourselves again and again that we are. In a in a happy relationship, but you know deep down, know that this 
this particular relationship uh, is deteriorating. Uh, you know, we've been lying to ourselves. So how do we even know we can believe ourselves? This is why building, why building self-trust can be a key step in believing in ourselves. We have to become a person that we can believe. So if you want to build the self-trust, try to do what you say you're going to do. Maybe this means reducing your number of commitments, learning to say no or sticking to a schedule. Experiment if you need to see what you need to do to stick to your word. Be honest with yourself. Engage in self-reflection to get to the truth of what you really think, feel, and need in life. Try to tune out the shoulds of the world to find your true self. Do what you believe is right. Live your values and follow your inner compass. If you're on a path that is true to you, then it'll, it will likely be easier to believe, it, believe in your ability to walk it. Be clear. Get clear about who you are and what you want. Know the things you're willing to do and the things you're not. The way that, you know, that, that way you can trust yourself to make good, good decisions and communicate them effectively. So, lastly, let's talk a bit about believing in yourself by cultivating self-empowerment. You know, uh, autonomy is the idea of self-governance. It is the freedom we have to make our own decisions and pursue our own unique paths in life. It is also sometimes referred to as self-empowerment or the ability to take control of our own life, set our own goals, and make our own choices. In theory, we all have autonomy, but there are many reasons why we might not feel like we have the autonomy. You know, our jobs, for example, can hurt the self-empowerment. You know, in the context of of, um, of jobs, uh, we generally have low, low autonomy. You know, we have to work at specific times, do things we don't want to do, and even let other people make our choices for us. The more we get used to this lack of empowerment, the more difficult it may be to feel self-empowered. We might start to wonder... Can we actually make choices on our own? How much control do we actually have over our lives? We just don't have a lot of practice at it. Our loved, our loved ones can also hurt self-empowerment. Another, you know, another way we might lose the empowerment uh, is from our friends and families. Our parents, in particular, might tell us to pursue specific goals or you know live our lives in a particular way. Maybe we've been told that, you know, we should get a normal job, get married and have kids and all of these, like all of these things by the time that we're 30 years old. Um, the shoulds that come from our loved ones can often end up disempowering us. We might not feel like we really do have control over our lives because having that control might upset the people we care about, uh, you know, and in this case, believing in ourselves could lead to situations that we're afraid of or, you know, make us feel uncomfortable. So we might unconsciously, uh, you know, end up not believing in ourselves. So, you know, believing in yourself is the first step to achieving anything in life. 
it's important to acknowledge your worth and cap- uh, you know what, what you're capable of. Try to surround yourself with supportive people and you know definitely do not be afraid of failure. With self-belief, you can accomplish your goals, pursue your dreams and you know live the life that you've always imagined. So remember, you're capable of amazing things and you should never underestimate the power of believing in yourself. So thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, I really hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. And um, make sure to sh- uh, share, the, sh- share the podcast and uh, the, the episodes that you've enjoyed with others. And I'll see you in the next one.